Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you, talking about a video game. Let's talk about Evil Genius 2. Short version is, if you're not into video games, you'll probably find this a little dry and boring. And if you're not into like uh, real-time strategy, simulation-type games, you may not enjoy this as well. Been a video gamer all my life. Had the Atari 2600 before they called it the 2600. Had Pong, had, you know, Battlezone, had Intellivision, had all the stuff. Anyway, still play games to this day. I think it's a good thing. We find that doctors who play Nintendo and stuff like that have better skills at brain surgery and heart surgery and things like that. It is not a bad thing to play video games. And what we thought was a unique and kind of solo thing has now become quite the multiplayer social event for a lot of people. Multiplayer games outdistance single-player games by a long shot. This happened several years ago, and much to my chagrin, because I don't really play multiplayer games at all. Um, I've played Diablo online for a few decades, but other than that, I really, a few MMOs, but I'm just not really into that. I want to play a story. I want to, you know, get into some stuff. Anyway, so over the years, and I've mentioned this in other podcasts before, um, I like to play something relaxing before bed. Uh, a civilization game, an XCOM game, something like Evil Genius or Dungeon Keeper. Um, something that I control that doesn't get out of hand. It's not all hand-eye coordination. Something kind of relaxed playing. Turn-based stuff is the best, like Civilization or XCOM, something like that. Phoenix Point. But Evil Genius is real-time, and it does get a little overwhelming. So I'll tell you a little bit about If you've ever played Dungeon Keeper or Dungeon Keeper 2, or any of the new versions of Dungeons, Dungeons 1, Dungeons 2, Dungeons 3, those are very similar. You Basically, in those games, build the dungeon. You're the bad guy. You're the dungeon master. And you create the dungeon, and good guys come in, and you try and kill them. Well, that's the similar design here. Evil Genius, over 10 years ago, was a great game on the computer um, where you built a lair. You were like, um, you know... Um, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. You can play multiple different bad guys. You have different islands or locations where you can build your lair, and you build a lair. And you have to build places for them to sleep, places for them to eat, places for them to go to the bathroom, places for them to train. You have to stop people from coming in. You have to set traps, put up reinforced doors, video cameras. It's a whole simulation on if you were really a Dr. Evil type bad guy or a a bad guy from a Bond movie, how would you build your base given certain restrictions? And you eventually have to follow the story, do side missions and take over the world. Now, I played Evil Genius for years, and they they were coming out with a sequel. This finally came out in 2021 for the computer uh, at the beginning of the year, and at the end of the year, it came out for the consoles. And I was stoked. Didn't buy it right off, but I finally got a copy of it, and I enjoyed it. But here's the thing. On the PC version, which didn't get great reviews, I would get stuck. When I play these games before bed, it's usually for like half an hour to an hour, so I don't get deep into things. It's just I play a mission or I play a little further in a civilization game. Some of these games where you can, you know, start fresh and play a whole game and then finish and then start a whole new game and have a different experience are the kind of games I just like to play. Here's an hour here. Here's an hour there before bed. And Evil Genius was one of those games and Evil Genius 2 was one of those games. But after several nights of you know, playing an hour here, half an hour there, whatever, I'd get to a point where I'd come back to the game and it would just be unwinnable. It would just, I would be overwhelmed. I couldn't, um, 
at one point there was I just couldn't generate enough workers to train them into the other jobs before I'd get attacked again. There were some flaws in some of the AI, some of the I don't know. I just felt it was it was unwinnable. And so I kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. When I heard it was coming out for the consoles, I just kind of figured it'd be the same thing. Well, fast forward to mm, six months ago, um, PlayStation had it on sale for like 10 bucks. No, no. Uh, I upgraded my PlayStation Plus. It is on sale right now on Steam for 10 bucks, by the way. Um, but I upgraded my PlayStation Plus account and I got it for free. So I immediately downloaded it and started playing it because, well, I've had... I've been having some computer issues at home, and so I can't really play a computer game before I go to bed. So I've been playing Civilization and stuff like that on my PlayStation. So I downloaded Evil Genius 2 for the PlayStation and started playing it and fell in love with that game all over again. It plays better on the consoles, and I never thought in my adult life I would say that about a video game. The controls are a little bit... You, you have to go through a few menu things. They're not the most efficient controls, but I found them to be better than the PC controls. And only once in replaying the game several times have I gotten kind of stuck in one of those situations where I couldn't generate enough guys. But that being said, I have finished the game multiple times with the different evil geniuses in different locations. I never did that on the original game. I didn't do that on the Steam version of this game. But on the PlayStation 4 Pro, I have finished the game multiple times. I'm about 56% of the trophies got some pretty rare ones so far i'm going to try i don't think i can get a platinum on this but i'll try anyway why should you play this game if you get addicted on things like sims or civilization or building things on computer games maybe uh, you know minecraft anyone i like base building i liked dungeon keeper and i like the modern dungeons games where you carve out pathways and rooms and you put bad guys in them and creature spawn points and all that kind of stuff and the good guys come in and they can't get out well it's kind of the same thing in evil genius you build a layer a base built onto usually like a casino on an island and then people come through the back doors and get into the rest of the layer and you control how big the rooms are and how much gold you make and how much money you make and missions you run in the real world outside of your it's it's pretty detailed simulation i mean the original was pretty detailed and this is even deeper but what they've captured is the fun of it. On the PlayStation, I can sit for hours and play this game. It's just, I'm juggling things. I'm switching back and forth from the world view to my layer view and adjusting things. Fires break out and you have to send minions to go put out fires. All sorts of stuff happens. It's, it's, it, it definitely keeps you jumping. It kind of happens in a kind of real time. There is a clock that runs on most missions in the real world. Some are instantaneous and take 10 seconds. Some will take an hour of game time, which is not a full hour of game time, but it's in the fast. You can fast forward the clock. You can run in real time or you can f run at double speed. And if you don't have anybody attacking you and you've kind of given all your orders and there's not much you can do, that's a great way to get past some of the slower parts of the game, especially in the beginning. I'll give you some recommendations. Don't make your rooms too big. Don't go too big at the beginning. You will eventually have enough money, enough time, and enough space to build bigger rooms and bigger places. If you go too big in the beginning, you're going to run out of money. You're going to run out of electricity. You're, yeah, you have to do that too. You have to power everything. Every scientific device you find, every um, weapons cabinet, every safe um, requires a little bit of power. So you're going to have to make more generators. 
I know this doesn't sound interesting to a lot of people, but if that's your kind of video game, if you'd like to play a simulation of what it's like to be an evil genius and take over the world, this is a really fun game. The music's really well done. Sounds like it's taken out of a James Bond movie or an Austin Powers movie. Um, the voice acting is all good. Some things, are, some lines are repetitious when the same person comes to attack you multiple times in the same game that's taken you 20 to 30 hours to finish. They don't say too many different things, but they do say a lot of different things, which is great. To play a complete game, whether you're playing on um, easy or normal, which are the two settings I've played on, you can finish a game in a little under 20 hours. That's starting with a blank base to taking over the world and wiping out several bad or good countries, that kind of thing. To get to the end game, you can do it in under 20, but you're not going to do a lot of side missions. You're going to miss out on a lot of trophies. I have played through the game over three times and still haven't got all the trophies, have done most of all the missions you can do and some of the different things you can do. And it's interesting how the different evil geniuses play. Each one has their different strengths and weaknesses. And the third one I played, the old lady, I think I liked the best. I had the best run through of the game better than the other two. Now, there is some add-on downloadable content that will give you a new island and a new bad guy. Haven't played that yet. Just the standard game that with your PlayStation Plus and I think with your Xbox Game Pass you can get for free. Or if you're on Steam, you can get it for $9.99. And I think it's only $9.99 right now to download if you don't have PS Plus or Game Pass. Um, I think it's totally worth it if you're in the strategy, real-time simulation kind of thing for what I've described. It is not a game for everybody, but man, it's a great time waster. It, it kind of allows you to think about multiple levels of things at the same time. I find that kind of thing very relaxing, actually, because um, it makes me forget about everything else going on in the world. Anyway, Evil Genius 2. It's been out for about a year and a half, almost two years, depending on whether you want it for PC or console. I think it's a fantastic game. The console version so far has won me completely over. I'm going to go back and eventually play the PC version, see if I can finish it as well, knowing what I know about the stories, the gameplay, and all that. But I am almost playing it on a daily basis. This is a game that's been out for over a year and a half, and I'm playing it almost on a daily basis on my PlayStation just for a little bit, just for some relaxation. I'm waiting for dinner to cook or laundry to finish or whatever. It's a, it's a great game, and it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of humor, kind of dark, but... <laughs> You're an evil genius taking over the world. And some of the missions are, well, assassinate one of your minions. And you have to go assassinate a minion. And it's all done in big cartoony special effects. It's funny. And then they take the body bag and they go burn it in the incinerator. It's very detailed. You can zoom in on the hallways and see what your minions are doing. You can zoom way out and look at your grand scheme on how you're building things. But you're basically building a base. And then you have feelers going out into the real world doing missions, but it's all about that base and the balance of it and, and keeping it safe and, and keeping everybody happy, healthy. There are different rooms you create and different things you put in them to fix the minions if they get upset about things or they lose their faith in you or whatever. Um, there's jail cells. You can interrogate people. You can brainwash people. It's it's a lot of fun. So Evil Genius 2, it's available on all the consoles and PCs, and I don't know if it's available on Mac. To be perfectly honest with you, I haven't gamed on a Mac in decades. So anyway, uh, Evil Genius 2 gets my highest marks for long-term replayability. You can play it over with the different uh, locations, with the different Evil Geniuses, and at different skill levels. That's going to give you quite a few playthroughs right there because you can play the different ways. Each way has a different way to solve to get to the end game. A lot of gameplay in there that I think the game should have been 
better well received but then again it's not one of those games everybody wants a new shooter everybody wants a new multiplayer you know uh last man standing kind of shooter and i prefer stuff like this so evil genius 2 available now highest recommendation more game reviews coming more movie reviews and more thank you for listening and have a spectacular day we